Well, welcome back to the Spencerberg Podcast. Happy Friday. It is currently Friday morning at 11.46 a.m. here in Irvine, California with the one and only Parker Yo. Rep. Welcome. Hello. What's up? How's it going? It welcome back to the podcast. Episode number six, which is crazy, dude. I can't believe we did five episodes in one week. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. We've been moving along pretty much doing one every single day. We've actually doubled up uh, once or twice, too, so... Yeah, and it seems like everyone's really enjoying it, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I have to go to uh, Precision Dynamics, the shop that does all the work on my M3. I'm heading over there. It's supposed to be there in 13 minutes, and we just started a 30-minute podcast, but I think Mike will understand. But today we have a couple fun things to go through. Um, we're going to start off with talking about something that you guys probably don't even care about, and if you're listening on audio, it doesn't matter, but we ended up going with a new setup from Rode Microphone. Uh, they have these arms that are super nice. I see all like the big, um, I guess, podcasters like Joe Rogan and those guys using these arms. Yeah. These are nice, man. Yeah, I feel like it's better for me. I've definitely noticed editing the podcast that sometimes I don't get the microphone right in front of my mouth. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're a lot louder than I am. So I think this fixes the problem and it kind of makes me focus on like, having it in front of my face. Well, it's much better because it's it's more directional. So yeah. hopefully you guys appreciate this stuff. We're investing in this podcast because based off the the feedback, like we're all in. This is no joke to us. We are doing yeah. this every single day during the weekday. Uh, today is a Friday for us at, the, at my agency. We have um, so much to do on Fridays because we prepare for the weekend in order for us to have a little bit of time off. So yeah. typically Friday, we try to do all Saturday's work as well. And then in the morning on Saturday, kind of take care of work then. So uh, we're hustling away here. I'm trying to make YouTube content. Parker, you've been uploading to YouTube lately. Yeah, I've been uploading some photos or photos, videos. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be consistent, especially with like uh, potentially getting a new car. I'll be making a lot of videos on that. Good. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to make some more content and kind of grow that because I'm almost at a thousand subscribers. So it's almost there. Well, if you can check out the link below, Parker's channel is there. I don't need more subscribers. If you're going to do anything, please subscribe to Parker. It's his Thanks. birthday tomorrow. You're 21 tomorrow, dude. Yeah, 21 Whoa. and everything's closed. So <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hit the clapping one. <laughs> see. Oh. oh, dude, they're all sad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll mess with that later. But yeah. Um, I want to talk about before Parker sells his car, he has done a lot to it. I have seen Parker build everything and um, I get the uh, the occasional text, hey bro, I have to go to the shop. Is it okay if I go do a part real quick? And I'm yeah. like, no worries, dude. I don't even care. Yeah. So he's gone to SSR Performance, which I used to work with them. Really good people over there. Parker, why don't you jump into talking about, um, I guess, just break it down. Like what year is your car? What do you have done to it? And, and, and we have a whole list right here. So go ahead and take it from here. Yeah, so I got this car uh, about a year and a half ago, I believe, um, and I got it fully stocked, so I've pretty much done everything to it, um, but it's a 2008 um, a six-speed manual, and some of the things I've done so far, solo work suspension, uh, the S1 coilovers, it's full bolt-on, which means charge pipe, uh, down pipes, tune, uh, intakes and what's the difference cooler. what's the difference between charge pipe and downpipe the charge pipe is where the pressurized air goes into the intake so okay. charge pipe uh the stock one is plastic so i replace it with an aluminum one mm -hmm. and then i also have a tile blow valve on that so um and then so that's what makes a full bolt-on i have apex wheels they're 17 by 9 uh federal tires the uh bmw performance exhaust 
which is paired with the Catless downpipe. So it sounds really good. It's not crazy loud, but it's like a perfect tone. Mm-hmm. I have the JPEG headlights, which were done probably six months ago or so. Yep, I got the same ones. Yeah, that was one of my favorite mods I've done. That updates the look so much. Yeah, before uh, with like the orange, or they're like yellow, Yeah, like halos. I, I don't think that looks good. So they're LEDs now with the blacked out housing. Uh, I've upgraded the clutch to a 335 IS clutch and a M-Factory single mass flywheel. Uh, the stock one is a dual mass flywheel, so it chatters a little bit, but... I like it a lot more. Sounds like a race car. Yeah, it does. I have the Mashimaro upgraded steering wheel. It's a full Alcantara with a red center stripe. Uh, Mashimaro start button, which is red as well. Red is kind of like my theme uh, throughout the entire car. And then I have the BMW Performance Alcantara shift knob and boot. And then the car runs uh, MHD Stage 2 Plus tune. So that's pretty much... You did. You didn't All read. The mods. You didn't read the last part of the tune. Oh, Spencer put pop, 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 bang. <laughs> I was hoping you would say Which that on I, accident. <laughs> <laughs> I turned that off recently because <laughs> the burbles gets like they're just obnoxious, and I feel bad for people because it sounds like the car is breaking. Well, I remember when we went to San Francisco and when we shot um, Wendell's car, DJ Dub, and he had the tune on just for the video like yeah. the comments were like why would you put 40 grand into a car like that and then have like a burble tune his and he, sounded pretty good his like, was really cool his, it yeah. was subtle and it would shoot flames yeah it was awesome but he said he's like i don't usually run that that was just for the video yeah like, yeah that makes sense dude i get that it gets really old like if you have it on every day because i had it still like i only had it on above 3000 rpms and even that like was way too annoying some people have it set to like you know, from any RPM. So yeah. they'll be going around parking lots, just bah, 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 <laughs> which is terrible. I hate You're that. Like why, why is that necessary? I remember there's a, uh, a focus that drives around, uh, Costa Mesa. It's yellow on HRA wheels. And I think he still does this dude. When I worked at Lamborghini Newport, I'd have, when I would shoot cars out front, I'd hear them every day and it yeah. would just be the loudest, most obnoxious blow off valve to some crazy pops and i'm like dude it's seven in the morning wasn't there wasn't there a story about how uh yes at the gas station yes. he reversed and dude, the gibbs, gibbs told me this gibbs has to fill up all the lambos like in the mornings or whatever and he had to go to the gas station across the street and yeah. th- that focus was there and gibbs and i used to talk about it all the time and he he said that the the gas pump wasn't working at one of them so he drove from the one gas pump to the one in front of him yeah. and like he said the blow valve went off the tire screeched like <laughs> pops and burble i'm like who needs to do that dude and it was seven in the morning man i that's don't understand so that that's what i hate there's no reason for it i get it when you're filming a video or you're trying to flex you're having fun on the weekends but i can't imagine living with that every day yeah that's too much really annoying definitely that's too much well good luck with selling your car i know you have a guy coming today to look at it and uh, yep. your, your next purchase will be some kind of bmw yeah and i am selling some parts for my car because the guy that's coming to potentially buy it today um doesn't want all the parts off of it so if you want uh if you have a 335 and you want some parts definitely check out my instagram yeah at parker rep he's got his parts on there so uh, I want to talk about my racing simulator. I've had a lot of questions from people saying, Hey, how come you haven't uploaded any content on doing races or anything like that? I, um, I built a simulator that was about $3,000. I bought all the, um, Fanatec stuff. I bought uh, a seat from our seat and the whole rig was amazing. I had custom built PC and I ran iRacing for, I'd say roughly two or three months. And, uh, the, the hard part was, is that it was a weird time when I was 
building my agency. And I think Parker, that's when we had like five employees in the office. Yeah, we had a lot. We had like Mark and everybody and like the contractors and stuff like that. Yeah, we Brandon, Mark, yeah, George, Daniel. That we had five employees Danny. at one point. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy to think about. We we had people come in to help us with um, sales and with graphic design and with photography. And it was in our old office uh, over in Laguna Hills. And we really, really were cranking out work. And I didn't have time for the simulator. It was just becoming, I guess you could say, something that I wasn't interested in uh, only because I was trying to build my company. But now we, as a business owner, I'm three years in and I, I fine tune my business every six months. I look at, okay, not so much of where can we cut costs, but where can we build? How can we build more efficiently? And we sorted out how um, my current employees can get more rewarded for what they do. Also their commissions on doing sales and so much else. So the last thing I wanted to do was go home and try to beat a record at the, at the Nürburgring. Like yeah. I would love to, it sounds awesome. But when you pull days that are 7am to 6pm, like we were doing, I just, it, it was hard to do it. So I ended up selling all my simulator stuff. Uh, and I just used the money to kind of I think I got a different office. I use it for a down payment or something, but uh, I'm getting back into it. I see I have an affiliate program with Fanatech and it's murdering it right now. Yeah. Crazy. With what's going on with the quarantine, dude, I'm selling so much stuff right now. I think you need to get back into it. And that's something I would love to do as well. Like that'd be so much fun to do that over the weekends. I would love that. I'm just, I don't really know if anyone really cares, but I live in San Diego right now with my mom. I just moved back from Florida. And the best thing is if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, my apartment in Fort Lauderdale just got leased out. So yeah. the agreement I had was I didn't have to pay to break the lease. I just had to pay for it until it got rented out. Best thing is, dude, it got rented out within a month. I didn't have to pay anything. That's super nice. So I got very lucky with that. Um, but it was the most affordable studio in that brand new building in the high rise, which was really cool. So going back to the simulator stuff, now that I'm a little bit more settled, um, living in San Diego, I'm now able, as of last night, I can look for a place in Orange County. Yeah. So I can look for a place to live and once I get that, I plan on building um, a simulator room. I want to get a two or three bedroom house and have a whole yeah. room just for my office and my simulator because I'd love to dedicate like the the agency here for the morning, the midday to afternoon of the podcast, and then the fun on the nights and the weekends for, I guess, the simulator and just having fun. Yeah, I think that's a really good setup. And I'm actually trying to move into a house as well. So we've been considering uh, moving in together like probably sometime this summer yeah um but yeah i still we still need to find like different roommates and stuff so if you're a roommate if you want to be a roommate in a, in a four-bedroom house somewhere in orange county let us know yeah or if you're a realtor we're looking for something i'm i'm maybe looking to buy but uh, our landlord here manny koshman he he's below us and he always gives us advice on real estate stuff and what we talk about in business world and he uploaded a new YouTube video to his channel yeah. that's strictly real estate. And Parker, can you explain what you told me a couple of days ago about yeah. the recession thing, like 14 months or whatever? Yeah. So I was watching a quick video that he, I think it's his only video on that channel. Um, but basically he was talking about how when the stock market crashes and we go into a recession, the real estate market does not uh, dip immediately. So apparently it takes 12 to 18 months, sometimes longer than that. Uh, for the real estate market to follow. So stuff really won't hit a, a very bottom until 12 to 18 months from now. I want the stock market just kind of hit a really oh. low. Do you think that's because everyone's selling everything off for the next year just to be safe? Or because I don't know much about it. I don't understand how, like I, I would think that right now is the most panic. And I say it because I know how to read people pretty well. I guess you have to really be a really smart um 
I guess, homeowner or if you're going to sell a house. But I feel like a lot of people go into panic mode and yeah. they act on emotion rather than logic. Yeah. So a lot of people want to sell stuff off and it's cheap. So that's that's my thinking. I don't know real estate, but that's my thought. I don't know the details on it, but that's something we could ask Manny and yeah. you know, talk about later on. I think that's a great idea. We should have Manny on the show too. I think that'd be kind of fun. That'd be cool. We need to get some more people on this. But yeah, going back to the, again, to the 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 simulator, I, I want to throw up a picture right here from SimLab. Um, I'm going to be working with these guys in the summer. I'm excited to announce a partnership with them and they're going to be helping me out with this uh, this whole build. I'm talking to Fanatec right now as well. And also I'm looking to uh, find a custom PC. I used a, I bought a company or a computer by, uh, I don't remember what it's called. George had it. It was like, I I buy power, or I buy P, I don't know what it was. I'll put it right here. But I bought one of these computers really quick. It's simple. I ran iRacing on it. I don't anything too fancy, but the main money I want to spend is on direct drive. I've never had um, a direct drive system, which basically means you have uh, in, in the simulator world, you have different options. A lot of companies don't offer a full system because when they do, it's ten to 30000 for a full system. Uh, typically, you have to find a company that supplies the wheels, the pedals, the seat is separate, the base is separate, um, excuse me, the, the TV stand is separate. You can run a three-monitor setup or a one-monitor setup. It's really up to you on how you want to build it. But what I'm looking to do is go with pretty much the best of the best. So I'm going to go with Fanatec, pedals, steering wheel, um, I'm not going to do a shifter. I, I plan on doing mostly F1. My last setup was all GT. This is going to be Formula 1 style. I, I prefer that. I had way more fun racing Formula 1. Yeah. But I will be able to go into, you know, an M3 GTR or something like that and still race. So they just released this new seat. Um, it is called the 8020 Formula Sim. It looks so cool. The seating position is amazing. So I'm going to be documenting that. But in the meantime, if you guys are looking to do anything with um, simulator racing, I have a link below to Fanatec where it shows all the products that I bought and also a video of my tour showing my last simulator setup if anyone wants to check that out. But you will see hopefully some cool stuff in the future. I also have another one from SimLab called the P1 setup. It's the GT style, uh, like a normal race car below too. And it's a very rigid setup from what I understand. So hopefully in the next couple of months, you'll see uh, some serious uh, sim stuff. Yeah, they both look really nice. I actually... I like the P1X system too. Yeah, that's more of GT style, which I, I enjoy. But when you get into an F1 car, it's like five times faster. Yeah. And it really pushes you to the limit. And I like it because I'm very scatter-minded and being able to have one thing to focus on so heavily. Dude, I remember racing at Spa in an F1 car. It's life-changing. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. But it takes a while to get used to. So I'm excited to get this back again. I used to have a Gran Turismo 5 and I had like just the wheel and the pedals. Um, and it was it was nothing serious. It wasn't like a full rig. But yeah, I used to do the Nürburgring. And that's kind of how I like got so into the Nürburgring um, because I would do it back to back to back. And like yeah. Pagani's onto R's and just crazy yes. cars like that. That's so dope. I, I forgot I didn't explain direct drive just to end off this conversation on sim racing. So when you get into sim driving... You know, when you walk into like um, GameStop, Rip, I heard they close in all their stores, but you walk into GameStop, when you look above all the games, there's like the Ferrari steering wheel, the Porsche steering wheel, the pedals and like Logitech stuff. That's the range between a hundred to $400 stuff. When you start getting into this, it's like 3000 for like a pretty good setup all the way up to like a hundred thousand dollars. I've seen, I belong to a Facebook group and there's stuff on there for sale for $15,000 that's used like a full setup. And these guys take it very seriously. So look at Lando Norris. He has his YouTube channel. He shares a lot of his sim stuff. But direct drive is essentially um, the the motor that you attach your steering wheel to. 
and it gives you feedback. Mm -hmm. So it's very strong. And they come with a stop button where you can, people have broken their wrists because there's so really? much power. There's, it's belt driven into an arm that goes into your steering wheel. So wow. when you hit a turn at 100 miles an hour, you're fighting. And you can adjust it. Like if you go on YouTube and look up Jimmy Broadbent, he's like the number one sim racer, I feel like, on content. He did a, a full lap at Nürburgring at 100% feedback. And he's oh like God. struggling, dude. <laughs> so I, I think it's cool. Direct drive get, gives you that. I've never had it. I've had one that's a lower step below that. But direct drive will change your life. Your, your biceps will be huge. That sounds scary. So if you crash it, like, the wheel goes everywhere. And oh, it it'll spin. It'll spin like crazy. There's videos of it like oh. breaking the mounts that it sits on. Like <laughs> people have to hard mount it to the to the rig, oh and then God. when you do that, you'll see it. But usually, it's a skinnier box with a tube that comes out. That's um, I don't know if it's aluminum, and then your steering wheel goes on it, and then you better hold on. It's yeah. it's very it's it's serious stuff. This is real racing. Yeah, but I'm excited to build it and spend hours and hours of racing. Dude, yeah, hopefully I can join you on that because dude if you're living with me you're gonna be stealing it from me bro <laughs> i think i'll be playing it more honestly. oh yeah okay well enough of me talking i want parker to go over this build so feature this one yeah so this is a build that i featured on my page called m54 builds um and i featured this twice now so the owner his instagram is called student driver i'll put that uh i'll put that username up on the screen and it's a track tool 135 uh, it has a body kit on it it kind of looks like a 1m but it is a 135. Uh, it's a full motive built uh, built engine, and then it also has a motive single turbo uh, kit on it. So it makes, I believe, about 830 wheel horsepower and 840 wheel torque. Uh, obviously, it doesn't run that on the track because that's kind of a lot. I'm sure he runs uh, low boost tune for that. But I just wanted to highlight some of the parts because this build is insane and that's why i featured it twice on my page so i'll go through some of the parts so obviously motive motorsport single turbo making 830 wheel horsepower how much power does it make 830 on this car wheel horsepower yeah but oh i don't think he gosh. runs that on the track but yeah this thing's insane uh it's tuned by wedge performance the suspension is mcs coilovers they're two-way with the remote reservoirs um, which is a really high-end coilover set. Um, he's done all the control arms and uh, bushings with solid solid bushings. Everything's hard-mounted then? Yeah, this is Dang. like you cannot drive this anywhere except for the track. So he has the StopTech BVK Trophy Kit, which is a six-piston front and four-piston rear. That's got to be fun. Upgraded LSD because the 135s comes with uh, an open differential. So he's done a Quafy LSD. I think that's how you say it. He's got that one wheel peel. Yep. Well, well not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, he's running Titan 7 forged wheels with a VAC Motorsport roll cage, uh, Sparco seats, Schroth racing, six-point harnesses. Um, he obviously has some 1M uh, exterior mods, a APR carbon fiber race wing, and to cool it all down, he has Evolution Raceworks, twin oil coolers, uh, Mishimoto radiator, he has the uh, HKS blow valve with charge pipe. And then to fuel all of it, he has fuel at stage four fuel pumps. I believe that's two of those. And then uh, because the N54 is direct injection, you have to supplement the fuel with port injection. So he has a motor motorsport uh, port injection with the 750cc injectors. Wow. So yeah, this build is insane. And I'm sure that's not everything. Dude, but those are the main, 
main parts on it. Yeah, this thing's a beast. And there's a, I've actually posted a video of it too. It looks wow. scary fast. What a car. I mean, 830 horsepower, 840 torque on a car that I would guess is 2,000 pounds. Uh, it's not that light, but it's definitely probably around 3,000. Oh. These, these are heavier than they look. Really? Yeah. They, they're small cars, though. I've driven one before. I had a friend, Rachel, that had one. They're tiny cars. Yeah, the wheelbase is pretty small, and it's pretty narrow. But this has, I think this has the width of a 1M, maybe a little bit oh. wider, because uh, it looks like he has a, a body kit on the on the rear, and then the front is like 1M fenders. I gotcha. I, this, this is such a crazy platform to start with, because you have... A, a short wheelbase you have a small car that's nimble yeah and then you're you have a big motor i don't actually know how big the motor is but you have a, a big turbo yeah it's on, huge. look at the car shooting flames dude and i bet that I, i'm really curious to know what size tires he's running too because you could not run this setup without having a big 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 rear tire yeah well one of my friends uh evil 1m uh he might be watching this actually he runs 295s squared in the front on his 1m oh okay so that makes but sense. the 1m is probably just as wide as this so yeah. probably around 300 somewhere i would somewhere say 305 there. hopefully with that kind of power but that's that's yeah. impressive man i mean i give a shout out to people who pick a car like that um and really show the potential of it because if you just put the right yeah. money in the right area i bet you that thing just rips the track oh yeah i think this guy probably has 30 to 40k into this car not wow. including the car. Yeah. Just based on the part. I mean, it, it could be more than that, but it seems like this has been like a long time build and he doesn't plan to sell it or anything anytime soon because he's just created like the ultimate track car. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sell that. If you have a car like that, man, it's got to be so much fun. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. Well, it's cool to see cars get featured like that. And, um, it's stuff that I usually don't look at. I, I like it. I respect builds. I mean, whatever it is, it's just, it's crazy to see the potential you can get out of these cars. Yeah, and hopefully someday we'll have the you know money to spend on a car like that because I would love to build a track car that's just literally set up for any kind of track. I think the best thing that I think of in my head, I'm like, dude, I can't imagine. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm excited for the day when I can go and pick up a car and be like, there's no budget. Yeah. EBS E88s, Super Trofeo tires, KW, everything. Like no worry in the world of, saying, okay, I can spend $30,000 on mods and they can be here tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited to do that. I know it's fun to do it over time, but I'm excited to do that with multiple cars. And the last couple of nights I've been thinking about kind of my future and what I want to do. And um, I, I was going to write a Facebook status about it and then I, I forgot, but I realized that I'm no longer a fan of exotic cars. I like them. Yeah. But anything that is more of like a built car, something like if when I pick up a GT3 RS and I do all the mods to it or with my M3, dude, I plan on having like, 10 more m3s yeah like i want to have more and build them for different reasons and do a right hand drive conversion and you know do a, a schreimer build like i have no intentions of going anywhere else besides modified cars yeah i think that's that's the way to go and that's what we've done with our you know street cars and i i can't imagine like building a track car because like sometimes i'll i'll go into corners really fast in my car and i just have like kind of sticky tires and i'm like still really blown away with how fast i can go and then I imagine, you know, having a fully like track built car with all aero and stuff. Like I can't wait for that, that feeling, that, that feeling is nuts. I I've driven and ridden in cars at thermal and I had a chance to go with Bryce, one of my friends, he's a race car driver. He took me out in a Porsche GT cup car. It was, um, oh. it was, a, it wasn't anything. It, it was crazy. It was a GT four club sport. Oh, that's I'm cool. pretty sure. And 
the whole day before that I was in Huracans and Aventadors and I was in a super trofeo. Like it was fast. Like it yeah. blew me away. But when I jumped in the Porsche, you become a little bit more aware of your driver's line. You become a little bit more aware of, um, you have more time to think of your braking point because in the faster cars, you're just like, go, 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 go. Yeah. In a Porsche where you don't have 700 horsepower, you have 400 or 500. You start looking at your, your weight distribution, how light your car is, um, understanding the car a little bit more. And I think that's why it's important for a lot of race car drivers if they ever have the chance or when they do, they should start off with a, a go-kart or something slower or yeah. a stock car and then slowly get seat time more and more. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I'm the same way, dude. I can't wait to build a track car and I would love for my E92 to become that and then pick up, you know, a GT3 RS and then make the E92 a race car. I don't, I don't know, but that, yeah, that kind of leads into the next thing. Um, I've had a couple of people ask me about my plans for my car. We're currently 24 minutes into this. We have six minutes left, but I want to talk a little bit more about what I have planned. Uh, right now, I'm going to keep the wrap for a bit, but when I take it off, I'm going to do a full paint correction. The car is black. It needs it very badly. I plan on picking up a set of BBS E88s from Slicer. We've been talking back and forth about that. I'll get E88s with uh, the best tire in the world, Michelin 4Ss. I currently have JPEG built headlights, which I love, but I want to upgrade to the DTM style with new lenses. My lenses got toasted on my road trip for doing, you know, 10,000 miles in five months or whatever it was. Uh, I have Canards carbon fiber from Christian. I bought them used and I've got side skirts from Palm Performance. Um, I had, I have both of those in my car right now. I'm leaving in 10 minutes to go to Precision Dynamics to put those on. I want to get uh, different exhaust tips. Single wall are coming from Velftronic, my company I work with. I want to take my GTS wing off and install a GT4 wing, a little bit bigger. I plan on doing Recaro SPG XLs. They're my favorite seat ever. They're comfortable with harnesses from Schroth. I want to do the yellow door card pulls from Mashimaro. If you're watching the video, you can see right here. Basically, it replaces the door handle and their pulls. They look really clean. I have a red start button and red M button that I want to swap over to yellow ones. I want to do um, a Kobe steering wheel or Alcantara steering wheel on mine with the yellow stripe on it. And also I plan on doing sway bars. So front and rear sway bars is the plan to kind of stiffen everything up just to make it. I, th I think sway bars for me was the best mod I ever done on my E90. Yeah. It changed the whole car. Yeah. I think I've asked you like five times about it because I really, I consider it on my, you know, 335 a lot. Yeah. But this next car that I'm looking at right now has upgraded sway bars. So it'll change your life. Yeah. And I plan on doing a GTS transmission tune. I'm also going to change out um, primary cats. I'm going to get those out of there. Upgrade a brake line, stainless steel, and a rear seat delete. So those are the plans I have right now for my car. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do them all at once. I mean, I think the next year is a plan for that. And then obviously kind of mimic something that Team Schreimer would, would build or a Nürburgring car. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see. That's the plan I have right now for the car. Yeah, that's a good plan, I think. I'm always surprised because it seems like you've done so much, but yeah. there's always something to do, especially with M3s. There's such a big community around them, and yeah. there's so much aftermarket like options. I was thinking about doing a supercharger, but I don't think I will on this car. I plan on getting an E90 at the end of the year. I want to build another four-door, about a DCT one, So I or GT3 RS. I'm not sure. Depending on how this whole market goes, we'll see. But uh yeah, that's it. So we are at 27 minutes. We're only, we only do 30 minute videos. So I'm going to highlight a build real quick. I want to give a shout out to Sadiq Hadzovic. He is a good friend of mine for the last, I'd say seven years. We talk back and forth on social media. Um, if you guys follow me from a long time ago and even with Parker too, we used to be into bodybuilding. We'd train a lot and I cut down for a show and ended up not doing the show, but I was like 189, really, really, really lean. And uh, I was super into workout videos. I watched Christian Guzman, Jay Cutler, 
Sadiq Hatsovic. I'd even get super crazy and watch Ronnie Coleman and like Kai Green. My way, baby. You know what a peanut? Going crazy. <laughs> and I was really into it. And I found Sadiq through the YouTube community. And I found out he drives an M6, man. Look how clean that thing That's is. super nice. Those wheels are sick. ADV1s, I think, in brush gold. Yeah. That looks amazing, man. I think he has a uh, carbon fiber front lip, too. I know he put some suspension on it, tinted the windows, has a carbon roof, looks like a competition package. Really nice color, too. He is out on the East Coast, and that guy's a beast, man. I, I like when I see uh, really cool builds that are simple like this that aren't over overly done by the picture of the gas station. Dude, that looks so good. It looks so sleek. That's it, like the perfect like Grand Tour. Even though, even though it's like really powerful, I think that would be great for road trips. Oh, 100%. That's just the ultimate sled. Yeah. Dang. Well, that was... Our quick podcast on Friday, Parker has a lot of work to do. I have to go film a video and come yep. back and do work. And then I'm going to try to edit this podcast tonight. Um, if you guys are watching this right now, please go give Parker a comment. Happy birthday, man. Happy freaking birthday. Thanks. Yep. 21. My birthday is tomorrow, April 4th. Um, yeah, there's nothing to do. Uh, yeah, everyone's in isolation. <laughs> so I wanted to go out to maybe like a bar or something. We actually had plans to go to Vegas. But yeah. Not anymore. So I'll, I guess I'll, I think I'm going to do a Canyon drive because that's like about the only thing I can do. Well, I would so. like to have everyone here go, go wish Parker a happy birthday. So he feels loved and, thank and, you, thank and you. like you have official birthday 21, we will all give you a virtual drink. So Cheers. hold your drinks up to Parker. Happy birthday. Cheers. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Check out us. We are officially approved for Spotify. We're waiting for approval on Apple Store. If you guys want to listen to this while you drive or do cardio or whatever the hell you're doing, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for watching. See you next time. Peace. Thank you. Bye.